You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMag.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to this is truly the mobile MyMac.com podcast. Hey, Gaz. Hey, Guy. And it actually sounds like you're in a car driving 75 miles an hour along the highway. Well, by an amazing coincidence, that is exactly what is going on right now. Well, keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> well, I'm not actually driving. That's uh, oh, that's Peter. You're such a disappointment. I know, I know. I, I should have gone for the trifecta. You know, I mean, we're in Georgia, which means that this is like um, speed trap central. Is it? Ah, I thought I thought driving whilst doing a podcast was legal there. Uh, well, you would think it was, but it's just not. Ah, okay. No, I think Chris Perella. Do you know who he is? I do know Chris Perello. Yes, okay. I used to. There was a time when I used to watch Chris Perello, and and he. I think it was around the time about. Probably about two months before he swapped over to the Mac. Okay. Well, he um, he actually does like a mobile show. I mean, literally, he he's got his car mic'd up and he drives around and talks about, you know, whatever crazy crap is going on in his life. But cool. Yeah. So, well, let let me tell you what exactly is going on here uh, for, the, okay. for the people at home. That well, actually, I guess you don't know either since you're not here in the car with me. Uh, basically. I'm recording this through Boss Jock uh, on my iPad Pro, 12.9-inch iPad Pro, and uh, Gaz is coming through on my phone, which I have connected to Skype mobily through my cell carrier of choice. I currently have three bars. I don't know, you know, if that's going to last or, or, you know, at any, at any point in the middle of this experiment, Gaz could suddenly just disappear just be gone and we won't know why well well you will well yeah i mean we'll know why but it's it'll just be so disappointing anyway (laughs) so uh i've got a cable uh, a one inch one inch i have a one eighth inch tsr connector going to the headphone jack of my iphone 6 plus and that's coming out as a one quarter inch tsr cable into a uh, IK Multimedia iRig Pro Duo, and because that has two combo uh, TSR XLR ports, and then in the other combo TSR XLR port, I've got my microphone, which is a Audio Technica 2100 USB, and then that all outputs uh, directly into the iPad, which is being recorded through the uh, auspices of uh, Boss Jock. And that's where we are. Excellent. Yeah, isn't that fascinating? I, I, I'm amazed. If you think, could we have done or attempted to do anything like this a few years ago? No, I don't, I don't think so. And, you know, I, and honestly, not, I have no not idea and, how this get... is going to sound. But it doesn't really. It's not a question of how it's going to sound. It's a question of the fact we were able to do it at all. We're passing by a bunch of signs trying to get us to buy Georgia tomatoes and onions and boiled boiled peanuts. What is a you know? What is the thing? I see that you know, driving through the South, people are like, "Well, if you're going to eat peanuts, you have to eat boiled peanuts." Why? Why do I have to eat boiled peanuts? What are you reaching for, Peter? Peter. The issue is, Peter wants, I don't know whether oh, you can I, hear me because you keep breaking yes, up. I can hear. So, you. so those tomatoes, those tomatoes are obviously causing a lot of Skype uh, interference. Yeah, well, that would make sense. You know, tomatoes and electronics just don't mix well. Yeah. Oh, do you want to say hi to Peter and have Peter say hi to you? All of the crackling and the fact that I couldn't hear a word you're saying started Uh-oh. when you said. Isn't it incredible that we could do this at all? <laughs> well, um, we're still doing it. Uh, I don't know if you can still hear me. Can you hear me? 
barely. Gaz? Hello. Uh-oh. That's that's not a good sign. Can you hear me, Gaz? I think we're I think we're running out of signal. Ooh, and there's cops everywhere. Holy crap, look at them go. Gaz? Gaz. <coughs> Can you hear me? Hi, Peter. Oh, hold on. So, hi, Peter. Hello, this is Peter, Guy Searle's son. Who just turned? Who do just turned 21, yeah. And what is it you and Jake do? We do videos online. Uh, our YouTube uh, handle is Nanobytes, and it's like sketch comedy. Uh, you keep breaking up. You keep, you keep, you, okay. you keep breaking up quite a lot. Just keep, keep talking. Keep, keep talking? Okay. Um... Okay. Yeah, well, so, so we, I can keep talking, but the problem is people aren't going to be able to hear me. No, we can hear you just fine, Gaz. Can oh, that's cool. Yeah. You've suddenly, the signal is coming through loud and clear now. Okay, well, let, let me get Peter back on and, and he can tell you stuff. Here he is. Should, should I start from okay, the so beginning? Okay, so I'll tell you what. Let me, let, me, let me go over to the MyMac stuff. I'll okay. go through all of the articles and then uh, we'll have that quick chat at the end. And, uh, and move on. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So this week on the MyMac.com website, we have the essential Apple podcast number 44. And basically, they say not much WWDC honest. What? Do, uh, hey, yes, Gaz, they do, were you think, do you think that everyone is like just sick and tired of talking about WWDC? Yes. <laughs> Are you sick of it? <laughs> No, okay. Because and I'll tell you why I'm not sick of it, and that right. is because I'm now hearing lots of new stuff that's been coming out with oh, the developers right. finding those little nuggets of information which we don't find out until it comes released with the software. Well, not only that, but there's a lot of stuff that we don't hear about that that's released act during you know the actual conference itself instead of just the keynote because that's all we have access to. Yeah, very true. Okay, so anyway, um, Essential Apple Podcast number 44, they try to stay away from WWDC, and certainly all the rumors for the most part, so it won't be all out of date as it became uh, delivered late. Anyway, next, we have the Oloclip Core Lens Set for iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, mm, and I approve this message. I have to Thank you, Bert. Um Anyway, Kurt, Kurt does a review of, uh, well, basically the Oloclips lens sets, which are $99. Go over to the website and read Bert's review. Sorry, Kurt's review. I'm getting myself mixed up now. <laughs> um, next, next, it is Essential Apple Podcast number 45. So what happened there was he was late with the other one, but now he's nice and early and on time with this one. Uh, this is called a right cornucopia. Uh, so it's the week after the big Apple thing, known as WWDC. All the cool kids have given their opinions, so now we join in on the game. Loads to cover, and the show runs long, but I think it's worth it. Go over, and if you're a regular listener, well, the next episode is out. Well, it, that's a next on the my map. That's a um, that was Bart, that's Bart's podcast, isn't it? Why why is he doing one in the middle of the month? I guess just because of WWDC. Yeah, I didn't hear a word you say. So I'm going to go on to the okay. next one, which was the geek, which was the geekiest show ever, <laughs> number two six two. WW, did you see? Oh. <laughs> so, ah, yes. Well, we are down two hosts again this week. Mike and Elisa. You say, say Pacelli, and I, I say Pacelli. Something like uh, that. Pick up. <laughs> pick up the torch and discuss their thoughts on what was announced at last week's Apple WWDC keynote. <laughs> their loves, likes, and don't cares about it thoughts. Right. They also talk about how the presentation style has changed for these keynotes and what they do and don't like about that. They wrap up the show with a short contribution from Kevin and his thoughts on WWDC. So if you haven't heard anything about WWDC, <laughs> unlike Guy and myself, yeah. there are a few shows on the website a that couple. you can go over and download. Yes. Okay, the next one is a podcast. It's Club Nintendo, level 163, open bracket, E3, 2017, close bracket. So what, what John, does E3 have to do with WWDC? Sorry, say that again? I was going to say, what does E3 have to do with WWDC? 
I've got no idea. Yeah, neither do I. I've got absolutely no idea, Donkey. Anyway, <laughs> John, Aaron, and Tim. Yes, Tim. Just Tim. Talk, talk Nintendo at E3 2017. I think it's a conference or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, next, next, next. We've got a review. This is another review. That's Holy. the second this week. Holy crap. Holy. And guess who it's from? It's the Bolt Crossbody Laptop Bag, a review by Mr. Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. The new Bolt Crossbody Bags from Waterfield Designs are some features that add a welcome offers even some features that add a warm <laughs> a welcome a layer of convenience to your day-to-day -day life unlike the usual briefcase orientation these bags are vertical Very this vertical. makes carrying them makes them carrying them easy and comfortable go over and read kurt's review of the bolt crossbody laptop bag uh, next we have the aurora 1080p full hd camera cam 3115 review yeah. this is by this is by Raman Hodja. This is Robin Hodja. I don't have a pre-recorded message. <laughs> so Roger says that Roger, the, the Zygzel Aura surveillance camera is unique in several ways compared to the many similar products on the market. The striking triangular design and versatile mounting system are the first things you notice. He has two brands of camera in his house presently, so he has a good point of reference for evaluating the Aurora. Go over to the website and read Mr. Roger Harmon's review of the Aurora 1080p full HD camera, which I think is a surveillance camera. Cool. Finally... Finally. Finally, can you believe it? We're now, and I did the wrong Tim last time. I should have done this one. Greetings, Tim the Enchanter. That's and right. not. Yes, Tim. But now I've got to go. Yes, Tim. Because it's <laughs> Tech Fan 306 Wonder Vic 20. This David returns to talk with Tim. Yes, Tim. <laughs> about Windows backup, Sony, Sony sanitizing films, Xbox One X, Wonder Woman, and the Commodore VIC-20 wow, in his wiki trolling segment. That's a lot of stuff. I haven't listened to it yet. Go over, download, and enjoy. Mm. So that's all of the items now from the website this week. All right. Well, tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and do our usual how to contact us. And then when yep. we when we come back, assuming that that we were still together, when we come back, uh, we will uh, we'll talk to Peter and we'll talk to Jake. Even though Jake won't be able to hear Gaz, but he'll be able to talk in it because I only have I have two magic microphones. Sorry, magic headphones. So only two of us can actually listen at the same time. Does that make any sense? No, not really. Okay. Well, as long as it makes sense to me. That's the part that matters. <laughs> All right. Um, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, why the hell are you recording a podcast with Guy as he barrels down the highway on I-95 in Georgia at, uh, let's see, what's the time here? 3.05 p.m. on uh, whatever the hell day this is. Friday. No, I said Friday. Friday. Friday the 16th. Friday the 16th. How would they say don't do that anymore? They would say uh, by uh, sending an email to gaz at mymac.com or a Twitter. Go over to Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gazmas, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Guy, yeah. if they wanted to say to you, what on earth do you think you're doing? How would they contact you to do so? Uh, well, they'd have a really hard time of it at this very moment because I'm barreling down the highway and talking on Skype, so I'm using all my available bandwidth. But, however, if they wanted to get a hold of me, all they'd have to do is send me an email to guy at mymac.com or on the Twitters, you can reach me at MacPettit. And we have a Skype number, which is 703-436-9501, like anyone gives a crap. Uh, let's see, feedback at mymac.com, which will come up uh, next week person who sent in the feedback we're not ignoring you we're really really not but this was a terrible terrible time to try to go into a lengthy subject like that so we will do that next week anyway gaz get us out of here okay everybody uh make sure you stand by to stand by and <laughs> guy will be right back after that skid and uh gaz i'm gonna hit one of the ads I, I, I didn't catch much of that.
Yeah, hold on, guys. Hi, I'm Bart Boucher, okay. host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month, I gather together a panel of Apple followers, and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000-foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Queen and country. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. And I had to speak a little bit during the commercial because uh, Gaz didn't hear me when I said that we weren't going to be able to talk while the commercial was on because that's just how this whole setup works. So I had to say during the commercial that, you know, all that stuff. Okay. All right. Boy, <laughs> we're just moving right along. All right. Um, now, early on, before we had any signal, and I'm going to take a quick look here, and we somewhat have signal, but what I wanted to do was have Peter kind of tell you a little bit about what he, what he and Jake do over there on YouTube and uh, how they do it and upcoming projects and, and happy stuff like that because they do it all with Mac and iOS devices. So here's Peter. Hello, I am Peter Searle, the, the son of Guy Searle. And, of the, and you're very sorry. And I'm very sorry uh, that you are all subjected to him every week. <laughs> and uh, myself and my friend Jake, we, uh, we, have a, we run a sketch comedy channel called Nanobytes over on YouTube. And we try to put up a new video every other Friday. Generally, they're uh, about maybe four to five minutes long. And we do all of our work with it using Mac computers because those tend to be the easiest for us in general. And what kind of, what kind of equipment are we talking about? Um, we, we got like um, got a 1080p uh, Canon uh, camera. I've had that for a couple years now, but it gets the job done exactly as it need, as it's needed for YouTube because YouTube compression kind of scrunches up the image anyway so it works for me uh, I hope it works for everyone else that does watch but you know we'll see about that um, and yeah um, we, uh, we well you guys you guys actually you write all these scripts you film them and then you edit on your Mac and, and what do you use to edit this video <laughs> we uh, we use uh, iMovie and is, is that is that the new version or an older version? Uh, a much older version because as of right now uh, I'm kind of locked out of the newest version of iMovie. So what? I use the uh, 2009 version, I believe, is what it is. Why are you locked out? Because it's on your account and <laughs> we don't remember the password. <laughs> okay, so you're on an older version of iMovie and you're on an older version of the Mac OS and you're just now telling me that you can't you can't update it because it's all related to my account? No, no, I've t I've told you before, you just ignored it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the way the way it worked. Okay, so this is something we're going to have to work on when when I get back. Um, now uh, you recently also uh, you were doing a podcast for a little while and uh, you have some decent equipment uh, let's see oh and I just gotta alright Gaz can you still hear me Gaz oh I think we lost Gaz right. Gaz Gaz if you can hear me I'm gonna go ahead and and hang up I think we we established that it is somewhat possible to record a podcast as you're driving down I-95, but it's it's not an easy thing to do. <sighs> so I think um, we're going to lose Gaz, and uh, we'll just continue on. I'll continue on with the podcast with Peter and Jake, and when we're when we're done with all that, then I guess the show will be over. Can can you hear me now, Gaz? Oh, okay. No, I've lost him. All right. Well, I'm very, very sorry that we lost Gaz because I always love talking to Gaz, and I won't be able to talk to him until two weeks. So, um, so okay, we'll we'll just continue on. 
All right. Uh, we lost Gaz, so now Gaz is gone. So uh, you were doing a uh, podcast for a short period of time, and uh, you've got some equipment that you use for that. Uh, what kind of equipment is that? Well, um, we have an external microphone hooked up to the computer. Um, I'm not quite sure exactly what kind of microphone it is because I didn't do most of the setup for it. That was uh, all my wonderful father, who... Uh, is very good with Mac stuff, which I would hope he is, considering he's probably done several hundred, at least, episodes of a podcast entirely dedicated to Macintosh. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Peter is using... It, it's basically a copy of the Audio-Technica 2100 USB microphone. It's a, it's a, it's called, it's from a company called Knox, K-N-O-X. And uh, I had bought one just to give it a little try. It's it's like about half the price of the uh, Audio-Technica microphone. And from what I can tell, it's just as good. So uh, that's going to an art preamp, which is kind of the setup I have at home. And then out of the art preamp, it's going to a small mixer and then USB out of the mixer into your computer. Yeah, so. But you guys, you guys are, are like cooking with gas as far as audio and video and, and everything else goes and you're you're actually getting ready to uh to to make a new one is that right uh yes indeed uh we actually finished up our uh, latest video we had we had to have a, we had to have two videos ready before we left down here to florida because we weren't going to be at home to put them up so we we worked extra hard to basically finish uh, four weeks of work in about two weeks to make sure that we had all of our stuff up for the people that do watch our channel. And just as a note about the microphone, even though it was, um, even though I got it for the sake of a podcast that we no longer do, we, um, it is still useful. We, uh, we've used it for a lot of stuff, usually for uh, ADR, uh, for replacing dialogue that needs to be replaced. Although more recently, we tend to use it to create sound effects. Um, we put up a video last week called Knocking, which was like a horror short about a woman being stalked by some monster of some kind. And generally what, um, that was a huge challenge for us because we had, uh, we couldn't use any of the di like audio directly from the camera capture because the sound around the house was so different. So we shot it with the intention of recreating all of the uh, dialogue, what little there was, and the sound effects ourself in the computer. And we wound up having to do that. So there's one scene where our lead actress, Kelsey, is walking around a kitchen, uh, grabbing some stuff, and it's shot in a single take. And I had to recreate like different sounds using the microphone for a lot of them, which included like opening up the uh, refrigerator, closing it, the sound of stuff moving around in the fridge, glasses clinking together, being put down on the counter, uh, running water, water running down the sink. There was just a whole litany of stuff that we had to do. And, I mean, we, we didn't create all of it, mind you. I don't want to claim credit for that. We, you know, there are some good sound libraries that are around on the internet for free that aren't, that are fair use and whatnot. But we did have to create a lot of sound effects custom to m match what we were doing. And that just wouldn't have been possible without the microphone that we were using, which is why I'm very happy that we've had it uh, set up for so long. Okay, well, real quick. Now, he's he's driving, so it's it's not going to be too easy to talk to him. But I didn't want to leave out Jake. So I'm going to hand the microphone to Peter and uh, probably you'll, you'll, you may hear me ask some questions off mic. But uh, Jake, hopefully, will be able to answer them and, and not crash the car because that, that, that would be a bad thing. All right, so this is Peter again with the microphone. Uh, Jake, now we've been uh, we've been friends for a long time since eighth grade, and um, I think the important question to ask you is, uh, what do you think inspired us in the first place to actually start creating content uh, like Nanobytes in the way that we're doing it? Well, um, I think we started from pretty much the moment that we met. I mean, we both had an interest in film uh, when we met in middle school, and then. We always wanted to run around the house and the neighborhood with a camera and do some stuff. And I think it took till 
I don't know, I'd say like senior year into college for us to kind of like have a serious idea of what we wanted to do. And, and it, before we started this Nanobytes channel, you had done some projects that were fairly lengthy. Um, you did a, uh, a road type spinoff, um, which was a couple different parts that was successful on YouTube. And then um, you also did the Red Wasp and Yellow Jacket series. You created your own superheroes and had your own uh, story with that, which is impressive. And I think when we both moved down to Fredericksburg, we kind of got together and we had this passion for film and, you know, videos and stuff like that. And I think uh, it was just a perfect storm of us having the want to do this, but also take it seriously and uh, do it professionally. The uh, Actually, the one thing I wanted to point out is that some of these videos that uh, you and I are making at the moment uh, require quite a big time commitment. And uh, in some of the old videos that we used to make when we weren't trying to have a schedule and put these out every other week were probably just as uh, complicated as what we're making now, but they would take us maybe a month or two to put them together. Uh, how would you say that our workload has changed um, in order to accommodate our schedule, and in what ways do you feel that the computer and the editing system that we use has helped uh, bring that process together? So, trying to juggle all those questions into one formulated answer. Hey, you're all right. You're all right. Remember, remember, remember driving is the important part. <laughs> I, I'd like, I'd like very much to uh, survive the trip and also get these interview questions from you. So let's let's break this down. First of all, I think that the reason that we are able to do these types of things is write the videos, shoot the videos, and edit them is because I think as we've gone along, we've created this nice schedule for ourselves, and we've kind of realized what is obtainable and what is not. So I think, you know, whether it's making ourselves sit down in our in a room and write scripts together or making sure that we edit I think for the most part we've set dates and deadlines and made sure that we reach those deadlines on those days whereas when we used to do this stuff it was when we were available up in the air and it was not nearly as um, scheduled or structured or structured, More structured. Yeah. okay so uh, Mr. Searle is requesting the microphone uh, <laughs> back from me uh, and I feel uh, I should just, um, Jake, I think you think you dodged uh, one of those questions. Uh, how do you feel that our current editing systems are uh, are helping? Uh, oh, right, right over. It's fine. What, whatever. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I didn't. I didn't. We're, we're going to come back to it. Uh, we need to take a little break. So everyone, please stand by. Tools, stand by. And uh, Peter and Jake and myself, we will be right back. Yeah. Ever think about becoming a podcaster? Thinking, wow, you know, that's probably way too hard. Well, we have a solution. The Stoplight Network is looking for brand new shows to join the network. Won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of TechFan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting, and I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac, M-Y-M-A-C, dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for prime time. Freshly squeezed and ready to pop. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Okay, hey, and we are back. This is the third and final section. There will be no Gaz's Tips, so no Gaz's Tips theme song or, or ending theme song. There's not going to be any app picks. Um, there may be a little bit of after show. Uh, we may record some more stuff when we get to St. Augustine and we're not barreling down the highway at uh, a much faster speed than I would have been comfortable with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, laugh, Jake. Yeah, yeah, it's hysterical, isn't it? Yeah, S 
So funny. So funny. So the, the question that Jake was trying to skip was uh, how, how he feels about the editing process now as compared to the way that you used to do it. Wasn't that right, Peter? That's right, Dad. Okay, so hey, Jake, I'm going to give the microphone to Peter, and he is going to listen to your answer. All right, Jake, so once again, the question is, how do you feel that our current editing setup has helped influence the speed and video efficiency, efficiency of our videos? All right, so let me just give you some insight because they're looking for a professional answer, and I'm going to give you the real insight to what our editing process looks like. So basically what happens is in Peter's house down in Fredericksburg, he has this setup where we go to edit, and there's two chairs there, and we go to sit down. Now typically what will happen is on the days that we say that we're going to edit, we go to sit down in the chair, we upload all the footage from the stuff we shot, and then um, while it's uploading, we go watch useless YouTube videos and things that we uh, like have just just to distract ourselves from the editing process. And then once all of that's uploaded, Peter will basically put all the uh, different shots into into order, and uh, we'll go through it all. Um, I would say that the way that the process is now, I think we're a little bit older. We have a little bit more experience with the editing. Um, when we used to do it, we, when we would shoot the, uh, shoot the video, we didn't really have scripts laid out, so it was just kind of a bunch of improv mess, and uh, it gave Peter my... Oh, hot mess, yes, to, for, uh, for Peter to have to put together, and uh, it often lacked continuity, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's right, Jake. <laughs> so now... Not, not like this interview. Not, not like this interview at all. That's right, Jake. So now, since we have a script and we mostly stick to it, we, uh, we have a little bit easier time putting everything together. Um, one of my favorite things to do, though, is as basically the assistant editor, Peter will sit there for hours and hours at a time and slave over a, a uh, project that we're working on. And then I'll go through the project after he's done, and I'll just nitpick a bunch of little things that he missed. And it's, it's probably our favorite thing to do together. Favorite thing uh, to do. My favorite thing. So. That's right, Jake. <laughs> Peter, what, what would you what what words would you describe to uh, the editing process and sitting down with me to do it? Uh, nightmare. Um, this isn't because of you. It's just um, as the lead editor of the team, generally, like you got you got it mostly right as far as how we do things. Um, mostly. Well, when I when I say mostly, it's um, a lot of the a lot of the process I actually wind up having to do by myself because, like I said, this stuff can take hours. Um, like the five minute videos that we generally put out, there's, um, generally I will take all of the, f I'll look through the footage and I'll pick the shots and the stuff that I like. I'll put it into the, uh, the timeline and from there I'll try my best to make it dynamic. I'll try to make the cuts, uh, even and they'll try to make them flow. And if they're not flowing together, that's when I go into the alternate takes, the ones I don't like as much and see if I can find something better which generally works out pretty well for us. Um, Jake, what Jake is really good at, as far as being an assistant editor, is he can, yeah, he, he basically said it. He can look at my work, and from an outsider's perspective, as someone that wasn't there to see my thought process when I'm putting it together, he's really good at like looking at it and telling me, well, that's crap, or that doesn't work as well as you think it works, or maybe you should hold that longer, or maybe you should make that shorter. Which has been really helpful, because there's been a lot of stuff that, you, you look at the editing, you, you look at the finished product, and you wonder, you know, how long that takes. Um, just to give you an example, Henry's homework was probably, I, I think it was our second main video we put up on the channel. And in the middle of it, there's a giant action scene. And what we found in editing was that what worked on set the first day, which is a scene where Jake leaps onto the hood of a car... It, my own stunts, by yeah, way. he does his own stunts. What worked in editing, sorry, what worked uh, on set didn't really show up as well as we wanted to on film, at least for me. And looking at the finished product, we realized that we needed to go back and get some more footage. So a few so days... Reshoots. Yeah, we did some reshoots. So maybe four days before we were scheduled to upload, uh, we went back to the previous location, and we basically just got some additional shots to pad out the exchange to make it longer. 
uh, we had a similar problem. Like it was actually a very problematic shoot. We had a we had to film in a high school for an earlier bit, and we ran out of time. And the close-ups of me just were not. They weren't framed right. They didn't. They weren't well performed. They were just. It was a mess. So we went back the next day. Just like we didn't have any of our extras with us. We didn't have this exact same space that we did. We had to recreate a bunch of stuff, and we just got the close-ups with me, and we were able to fix it up. So like real guerrilla filming. Kinda. Um, we we tr- I try to formulate a plan and some shots before we head in. Uh, but depending on where we are, we don't always get that luxury. We didn't know when we were going to the school. We were not yet sure exactly where we were going to be filming, and for how long we had. The answer was a random classroom, and the time frame was not very much time, because uh, some of the actors we were using were high school students, and they had classes that they had to attend, so we couldn't take them away from class for more than maybe, I think it was half an hour, 45 minutes. And then the class, you know, they had, they had students that had to actually come into that class and take classes, and... Did you use any of them as extras? Or we... Extras or? Whoop, what happened? Uh, something... Something... Oh, hold happened. on. Am I, am I back? Yeah. Okay. Uh, to answer I'll your fix it in post. Okay. To answer your question, we used um, I believe we had five students that we were able to pull together for uh, the students in the classroom. The people that were coming in later were not a part of the shoot, and we didn't include them because we didn't know who any of them were, and we didn't want to get you know anyone in tr- we didn't want to get in trouble. We 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 had we had the express permission of the people that were in the first that were actually in the video to use them for their intended purpose. So what the important thing about editing like that we we discover uh, we try to get work we try to get a rough cut done roughly a week or so before we have to upload because that means if we go through the edit and we find something that doesn't work or doesn't quite come together in the way we intended it to we can either cut around it, we can reshoot it, or we can try to fix it in in an edit. So, for example, the the beard video, as we I think it's just called the beard. Yeah, I love um, that video, by the way. That was a very problematic shoot, as Jake can attest, because he. Uh, okay. All right. Now they're talking about a video that they did, and you can find it on YouTube's at Nanobytes called the beard, and. It, I, I don't want to give away what the hook was for this video, but it was really, really, really well done, and hopefully we're not going to get a ticket as Jake just passed by a cop there in the middle of the road. Oh, damn, damn, damn. But we're, we should still be okay as long as he doesn't come <laughs> screaming out. Yeah, this is a situation where having Massachusetts plates on the rental car is probably not a good thing. It doesn't work. Probably. It does not work because we're we we are in the deep deep south. Yeah, yeah. Get out of get out of the left lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh crap! There it goes again. What's going on here? I think the I think the batteries in this thing are dying. Oh, now it came back again. I wonder if it's because I'm hitting this right here. Could be. I don't know. Anyway, it, it's it's a really, really good video. Uh, go on over to Nanobytes and, and at least check out the beard. That is just, uh, that's like my favorite of all the ones that they've done so far. Um, something I wanted to ask is uh, not so much from the editing part, but uh, I can remember when, when you were younger and you started getting interested in filming that... One of the things that, that I tried to talk to you about was the, the pre-shoot, all the stuff that you had to do before you actually started to film anything. And you guys kind of alluded to that by saying that, you know, you and your friends would get together. Friends would get- Damn it. Yeah, that's making me crazy. That you and your friends would get together and you would just kind of, you know, wing a shoot and then, you know, put it all together in post. But now your, your process right now is a lot different. You're, you're actually uh, spending more time with the, the setup before the shoot than you probably actually spend shooting. Is that, would you say that was true? 
Uh, yeah, I would say that's, uh... Ah! Uh, to, answer, to answer your question, uh, generally the way it works for us is we have some writing sessions. And in those writing sessions, we will write between one to three scripts, depending on how busy we are and just how, um, how ambitious we are. Um, so, for example, we did the script for The Beard and Henry's homework. No, 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 no we, did, we did a script for The Beard and for um, the video we're shooting here in Daytona at the same time. I believe, and you also. Want to talk about that, the one we're shooting right now. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll get to that. Uh, let me. I just want to finish talking about the pre-production stuff. Okay. Um, we shoot the. Like we have one. We have we, we we try to have some scripts on hand because if we have them on hand, it means that we can start planning for it. So we'll talk to people that we need to talk to about, you know, potentially filming in a place if we need to film there. Yeah, and extras. We'll figure out if we need them. Uh, we'll figure out if we can get a cameraman or if we need to just shoot with tripods and other interesting things. I don't do storyboards, and that's not because I don't think they're important, because they are important. But I cannot draw to save my life. So generally what I try to do is I instead I visualize in the script and before we start shooting what I want. So we'll try filming a bunch of different stuff. Um, like we'll get close-ups, we'll get wide shots, we'll get some more fun zany shots. We just get a bunch of stuff even if we don't actually need it. Because it's good to have coverage, it's good to have takes that might change things. Even if you never use it. Even, I mean, if we, if we never use it, then we don't use it. But it's good to try new things because it means in the edit, I have more options to play with and I can dictate the, the rhythm a little easier if I'm not bound to one specific take the entire time. Um, for example, in a recent video that should be up uh, the 26th, I believe, 23rd? Maybe, yeah, the 23rd. Um, in several different takes, me and Jake would do a different thing before we... Oh. What was that? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Just cut that part out. <clears throat> in, a, in our recent video, um, we tried a couple of different things where... Uh, Jake and I would maybe have a different expression, or we would take a bit longer together at the beginning with maybe some improv stuff before moving on. And in the edit, I decided I didn't like any of that stuff, and I generally just stuck to the script. But that it, it's good to have options, because with options, it means that uh, I have... It's, it's, it's an easier job for me. Not to say that it makes editing easy, because it well, still it, takes it's, hours. It's important, it's important to, to go through the process, to... to Actually, and, and this is what can make for consistency uh, as you're starting to to create. And, it's, and, and this isn't necessarily just about filming, but content creation in general. You you know having a plan and having uh, you know everything laid out that you need to create your content can make it number one where it takes less time to create the content takes less time to edit the content and generally can take less time to actually get the content out to the people that want to see it. Exactly. Um, on that note, you Just asked like me... I know what I'm talking about. You, you asked me earlier about um, the stuff we're doing here on the trip. Uh, so we're filming... A, we're not going to say exactly what it's about, but we're filming a video both on the way down to Daytona and Orlando in general and while we're there. Uh, so, for example, as we're talking right now, I'm actually about to pull out my phone to um, get some footage of various stuff going on. Yeah, because we're getting ready to cross into Florida. Yep, we're about to actually hit the Florida part of our trip. So I need to get a shot of the uh, sign of Florida for the video. Uh, it, this will all make sense. The sign of Florida. The, the sign, sign of, of Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I'd say in general, planning for this stuff is important because it means you have a better vision in your head of what you want it to be. And especially when it comes to when you're putting it all together, it makes it just makes it so much easier. If you know what you're doing in advance, you, you don't have to make it up on set. Like for a lot of the old projects I used to work on, I'm amazed they turned out as well as they did because we had... They did turn out really well. We had next to no uh, planning for a lot of them. Some of my... Like one of the first films I made, Road the Wanderer, which is basically, it was, I basically made it almost like a class project in a way. 
but it was my attempt at a serious movie, and we had almost no script for most of the movie, and we were just kind of going based off of the story outline that I wrote. So I'm amazed that being only 15 while I was working on it, that that thing actually turned out um, reasonably well, all things considered. Um, but the other thing to keep in mind is that if you know, if you're editing with more basic software, because um, iMovie's, iMovie's good software, but it is, as far as editing software is concerned, quite basic. You don't have nearly very as many options. Yeah, it's very limited. You don't have as many options, which means you have to get creative. And having been working with various versions of iMovie since probably, you say, 2008, maybe 2009, I've gotten very used to the software and I'm good at using it, and I can make things very easily with it, but uh, it is a limited software, because it is, you know, it's a prepackaged software with your Mac, which is actually why, to bring it back to this, I know, because this is a Mac podcast, um, iMovie is a great, um, especially compared to something like Windows Movie Maker, iMovie is a fantastic tool, especially for uh, young, aspiring filmmakers to be, like myself. It just it just allows you to work in an environment that is easy to mess around with. Yeah, and non-destructive. Non-destructive, yeah. Like, with Windows Movie Maker, I know you're only given, like, maybe, at least back the last time I used it, a couple years ago, you're given access to only a couple of things... Um, like only a couple audio tracks, not very many video tracks, and it just create makes the whole thing a lot harder to manage compared to iMovie, which allows you to drop mix and drop pretty much everything you want. It just limits some of your, I guess, more extravagant tools, which is not necessarily a bad thing, especially when you're still learning. Whoops. Okay. Um, you know, I, I hold on a second. Let's just. Go ahead and get your shot. Is it coming up? It, yeah, it's coming right up here on the bridge, oh, Peter. I see it, I see it. This is a big deal. Or here. Or here. Lloyd. Mommy, 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 mommy. That's after show. Okay, sorry, folks. We uh, we took a quick break there because we had to get a shot of of the Florida state line. Yeah, the, that arbitrary border thing. Um, we are now in Florida. We started recording when we were still in Georgia, and we are about seventy miles from our destination, and only twenty nine miles from taking a left hand turn, which we've been talking about for the last five hundred miles. If we don't make that left turn. It's another 7,000 miles just to get turned around. You cannot miss that turn, Jake. We will die before Jesus. we can make that turn. Jesus Christ, God help you if you do. <laughs> now, you're, you're working on a, a, a quick project that, uh, that you're going to be using, I guess, in an upcoming nano, Nanobytes video. Uh, what can you tell me about that project? Uh, when you say quick project, are you talking about the... Uh thing we're filming right now or are you talking about um our most uh, our our upcoming video that's coming out while we're still here in florida no the not the one you finished the one that that we were filming part of this morning oh okay yeah i talked a little bit about that earlier um basically we're um it's the first time we're using multiple cameras for a shoot actually it's the first time nanobytes is because our first video jake and i made together in uh, fredericksburg we had to use two different cameras earlier because we uh, one of them didn't have power until we got a, a way to charge it up, and the other like <laughs> this is a very clear shift because one of them just isn't as uh, good. Let's be frank. Um, not to say it's a bad camera, it just it didn't do what we needed it to exactly. So we're using uh, an iPhone 6 um, Plus. Both Jake and myself are, do are using one. Um, so a couple of shots that are like we can't get with my standard camera like for example I, I don't think it's giving too much away to say that we're going to a uh, briefly film in one of the Orlando parks uh, not the Orlando the one of the Universal parks um, and we're not we don't want to bring uh, my my camera in there because it's a big thing to carry around all day when you're only using it for maybe five minutes so uh, I guess a quality that I appreciate about the iPhone is once I get all this stuff into 
you know, into my editing software, the video should generally blend together relatively well, I'd say. And basically, it's just we're making a fun video using different locations because we haven't had an opportunity to before. We've been relatively stuck in Fredericksburg and to a lesser extent Alexandria very briefly in making these videos. So uh, I th it's good to get a out there a little bit and use our time effectively to create interesting content, I suppose is the way to put that. Now, uh, before, before we end this, and we need to end this pretty quick, um, if, if there was some advice that you could give to aspiring uh, young filmmakers, you know, guys, just guys or girls just starting out, uh, what would it be? Um, make films. The most important, like when you, not everyone's going to have access to uh, film school or any of that stuff. I've never been to a, uh, like a film school, like a college or anything like that. You're not always going to have access to these to these materials. So the important thing is to just pick up a camera and make things. And as you go, you will learn um, what to do, what not to do. You'll learn that you need to prep before you film. You'll learn you know, how to get people together. You'll learn different techniques. And it's just important to go out there and make things, put them together, show them to people. Um, just And whatever computer you're using to put this stuff together, as long as you're out there doing something creative, you know, it's, it's it's good. Like it, it's important to create. I think, and um, I think the important thing is that <laughs> maybe I edit around this a little bit. I'm kind of waffling. No, no, uh, <laughs> what's what's the most important thing? Um, preparation. No, preparation is not the most important thing. The most important thing I think is to really care about what it is you're making, even if it's a silly video about um, a guy that may or may not have a beard on his face. Like, it's important to care about what you're making and to put your 100% into it. So, inspiration and perspiration. Per per I don't know if perspiration is qu quite the right <laughs> word for that. Um, but um, perseverance, I think, is a better, better word for that, uh, dad. Okay. Um, you know, you can, you can make something a thousand times... Um, but if you don't put in your 100%, oh my god, that's horrible. No. All right. Well, yeah, give 110%. Because after all, after all, um, we're just two kids with a camera and a dream. Oh my god. All right, Jake. Uh, before we go, is there anything that you would like to say to the mymac.com podcast before before we wrap this up? Mommy, 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 mommy. And that's a wrap. Maybe.